0: Challenge 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 accepted.
1: Challenge accepted.
0: All right, welcome to another episode, mini sode of Pick Johnny's Brain. This is where climbers like you, listeners of this podcast, send in their music marketing questions, digital marketing questions, social media questions, artist development questions. Production questions, publishing questions, songwriting questions, whatever you got. Anything that has to do with your artist journey, live shows, what have you, send it into info at Put Pick Johnny's Brain in the subject line and it goes into the right folder and then I will get back to you and uh, read it out on the air. So before we get started real quick, get the free download, 21 Biggest Reasons You Don't Have More Fans and How to Fix It. Okay, that is at giftfromjohnny.com. It's absolutely free. Just click on giftfromjohnny, J-O-H-N-N-Y, giftfromjohnny.com, and tell us where to send it. That's just for playing our home game. It'll help get your head right and start to – I'd re- unwire all the stuff that you're doing right now that has to do with broadcast platforms and help you rewire it so that you can attack the digital platform and honor that platform more than everybody is doing right now, including the record industry. And of course, if you need consultation, we are available for that same email address, uh, info at daredevilproduction.com. Just put consultation in the subject line. We'll get something on the books, uh, all these broad examples that we give and i know you guys get a lot of information from that but it can be tricky sometimes to apply it directly to what you're doing to your project and so we can definitely help you with that so that said today is um one day after eddie van halen just died so i just want to say damn um that was uh, somebody on the climb community called that a gut punch. And that's exactly how I felt like just punched man. Yesterday was like a dark day. That dude changed my life forever. When I first heard eruption of Van Halen one, I, I lit up like a Christmas tree. I just, that was the coolest thing I ever heard. So RIP Eddie Van Halen. I love you. And um, I mean, that's a big part of the reason why I haven't gotten into this business. So Cool with that. All right. So today's message is, or question is from a regular climber, which I love to see, Randy England. And Randy has says this mild frustration. I'm trying to gain more followers on Instagram, not tens of thousands, just healthy growth of say five, 10, or 20 over a month. I hope to get. 500 by year's end, but wheels are spinning at 330 or 340, and the first 300 just seem to arrive out of nowhere, but it all just seems like it's stuck in neutral. So any tips and ideas are welcome as I'm trying to prepare for 2021 and have Instagram and other media good to go. Right now, I feel like I don't have a thing down right. Randy England, thank you, Randy, for submitting this, number one. This is something I think everybody's dealing with So um, I've got a great, great little tutorial for you here. A couple disclaimers. First of all, if you go to the Daredevil Instagram page, you will see that we are just overhauling. Like we're overhauling the whole thing. I mean, we've deleted everything. We're rebuilding it, uh, building it back up and and just kind of – I wouldn't say rebranding, but we're just going to do a better job of it. So it's been uh, it's, it's my it's my mistake on that. I've had a lot of different interns over the semesters that have been responsible for that. And the problem is with me because there's very little direction on what I wanted them to do. We've just been growing so much. I have been uh, bogged down. So you're not going to get a lot of help from that, but you can watch as we get that going. Second disclaimer, I just got through with a paid course, um, Social Media Marketing Society, and they had a, a marketing on YouTube course, which I purchased and I'm in on that. And one of the modules was a Instagram regular Like guru that I'm very familiar with. Their name is Vanessa Lau. And so I took this information from one of her videos on her channel, on her YouTube channel. So I want to direct you to Vanessa Lau. I want to direct you to Sue B. Zimmerman. And I think if you start asking the questions of, hey, where are the best people to talk to for Instagram, then you're going to start finding them. So these are some awesome hacks I'm about to share with you, but also aesthetically if you google like best the coolest looking instagram accounts and then just go follow them or look at them see what they're doing and see how different there's themes there's they've really put a personality into it and i think that is really important so shout out to vanessa lau i'm totally ripping this off from her but there's probably about two thousand other people that are given the same information so it's not so bad number one your title hack. So if you notice in in Daredevil's uh, Instagram account, it says digitally marketing your why. I think after your name in there, you want to put, Randy, something like songwriter, country music artist or country music songwriter or something like that, because that's going to just make it a little bit more searchable. It's an SEO kind of a thing. Hack number two, caption hack. Of course you need killer images, but... The captions are equally as important and the way Vanessa describes this is actually quite genius. She's like dating. When you start to date somebody, the first reason you date them is because you like the way they look. And then the more you get to know their personality determines whether or not there's some depth there and something that you want to explore more or whether or not they're completely vapid and you don't want to have anything to do with it. Your Instagram account is the same way. The first thing they're going to see is your feed that's the first thing they're going to see if their feed looks good, then they're going to go read those captions. If those captions are not revealing your personality, then you're not you're not really showing yourself right there, so you come off as vapid so uh on this note, Randy, because you sent this in, I looked at your instagram account i i gotta I gotta bust your chops a little bit here, okay. Your Instagram feed to me looks straight up like, and I I say this with love, but I have to tell you what's going on. Okay. It looks like the messy bedroom of like a seven year old kid or something. It's, it's everywhere. So I think one of the things I want to tell you specifically, Randy, is that Instagram is about images. It's about killer images. And you have a boatload of posts with images that have text on them. And so number one, the text is cluttering up the image. That's a problem. Number two, because you're not really using shadowing or anything like that, the text is even difficult to read. So it just becomes like a mind... You know what I mean? <laughs> it just really screws with your brain. So I think if you've got to say something, you say that in the caption, leave the picture alone, leave the text out of it. When I have put text on images in the past with Daredevil, it was for branding and it was like a simple sentence. I had this one image I put up there with Werble, which is a killer app that you might want to check out, W-E-R-B-L-E. I put that up and it had this like gangster chick, like in a really dark room, sitting on a chair, legs crossed, black pants, white shirt. Uh, She had a fedora hat on, killer looking girl. And she's got a gun, a pistol in one hand and a glass of wine in the other. With the Werbel app, I just put smoke coming out of the end of the gun and I thought it looked kind of intriguing. And I had in very, very small letters, it was either at the top or the bottom, I can't remember because we pulled it down but it just said steal like an artist period. That was it. So it was was a statement. It wasn't a big, long paragraph. And it did not interfere with the image because the image was mostly black and very dark, except for that, except for that model that was in the middle there. So I think you need to number one, clean this up. You've got show posters in here for your gigs. That's the only exception to the rule for, for putting any kind of text on top of an image that is okay Otherwise, if you're going to put text and you and, and you want to put that uh, in your feet, then it needs to be on just a solid background. And uh, so, again, back to the messy thing here, like you have some full images. The square is a full image with writing all over it that just I can't even tell what the image is behind it. And then you have an image where a square where half of the image is that what is this? This is the Music City Bar and you have half of the image at the bottom and then you've got text at the top that should be in there should be a full image and all that text should be in your caption then just to the right of that you have just a a solid background with it looks like a set list but and you've done this on a couple of the show posters too they don't fit they're not squared off so that's another reason it looks messy because the whole image isn't in the square so you need to square these images up so they look good before you put them in there for you have like a tuesday songwriter showcase and it just looks weirdly cropped the 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 actual venue commodore music grill or commodore grill in nashville is cut off, and that's another reason why it looks messy. So there's some apps like Square Up that you can use, but you need to either use a graphic tool like Canva or PicMonkey to redo these and get them, or with some show posters, you can kind of just change the image, and even though it's going to alter it a little bit, because it's a show poster, it'll be okay. But it wouldn't be okay to, say, do that with some cool actual image, a, a photograph, Sometimes it can look wonky, but a lot of times you can get away with it. But with an image, you can't. So you need to you need to definitely clean that up. And then the other thing would be just organizing where the texts are going that the text posts are going to be. And I would also organize these text posts that you've got all kinds of different backgrounds, all kinds of different fonts where you have text in a post, but it's not covering an image. And so that's another reason why it looks very cluttery. It just looks confusing to me. I think that you should choose a color, cho- choose a background, and then you can choose a theme. Like maybe you have every center post because, you know, if you, you've got three columns of, of images. So maybe you could have all text, your text stuff goes all the way down the middle and you got pictures on the outside. Or you could checkerboard it, right? So it's like image, text, image, text, image, text. And so then it's, it looks, ends up looking like a checkerboard, but you want to make sure that the text images look exactly similar so that they have the same font on them. And and that, again, that could be, you've, you've got a, um, a set list here. You could make that set list. You could, you've got it on a solid color background, so it's not an image, but you know, if you use the same font and the same kind of solid color background, then it would look really cool and it could have some more importance but it's more visually aesthetic so you're completely lacking a a theme here on this Back to number two, we're talking about the caption hack. The next part of the caption hack is long-form captions. So what Vanessa talks about, she uses hers like a microblog almost. So she gets really vulnerable inside that caption and leaves a longer caption and talks about what she wants to talk about and gets off her chest what she wants to get off her chest. So those she's found connect more with people. And I think that's that's actually a, a, a good Thing to follow so for you for a songwriter you could talk about what are your feelings about this writer's night what are your feelings about this set list if it's a song you wrote if it's lyrics put the whole lyric in there say who wrote it talk about what you did with a couple emojis in there you know maybe there's a certain line that you were most proud of maybe it got off to a rocky start but then you found something so that you give artists and other songwriters a look inside your thought process when you were writing this song there's a million things that you could put in there randy that i think would be really really cool and she said she doesn't measure her success on her instagram as much by like likes and follows as much as she does about how many one-on-one conversations she's creating with people whether that's an artist or another songwriter and i think that would be beneficial to you too because you're trying to expand your songwriting circle and these are the people that you want so consider longer form captions that was uh hack number three so hack number four mix your hashtag sizes and have a hashtag strategy. So I'm looking at your posts here. I don't see a hashtag strategy at all. Oh, I take that back. I do see it. Randy, I take that back. I do see that. And you put it in the comments, which is cool. That's where I put it too. It makes the, again, it makes the feed uncluttered and look cooler, but what's a good hashtag strategy. So, you want to make sure you're using relevant hashtags. You can use up to 30, but just packing 30 in there for the sake of doing it is a worthless exercise. Make sure that you get as many relevant hashtags as you can. Now, what, what Vanessa does is she wants to mix up the sizes of the hashtags. So when you're looking for hashtags on your Instagram, it'll tell you how many people are following those hashtags or how many hashtags there are. She breaks them up Like this, very small is less than 50,000 followers. Small is less than 100,000. Medium, less than 500,000. And large is over 500,000. So she says that 80% of your hashtags, and we've talked about this before on previous episodes, you want most of your hashtags to be either small or medium. So less than 100,000 or less than 500,000 should compromise 80% of your hashtags on every post. And you should have very few that are going to be over 500,000 because everybody's using that like songwriter is going to be a big one. Everybody's using that hashtag and it, it works like a feed. So you're going to disappear down that feed in like five seconds and you're not going to stick around there, which makes you less discoverable. You have to rotate the hashtags. We've mentioned this before in the podcast as well. So if you keep using the same hashtags, you are going to be the, the algorithm from Instagram is going to see you as spam and you will be uh, your, your reach is going to go way down. They're just going to think you're a bot. So one of the hacks that uh, Vanessa does, and we've done some different stuff like this before in the podcast and discussed it as well, is she creates multiple groups of hashtags on her notes section in her phone. So. Depending on what she's posting, if there's a certain kind of group of hashtags that she's going to use, maybe like the usual suspects, if you will, then she's going to create five or six different groups of that on her notes section that are rearranged differently. And then she's going to add the, you know, the additional sort of outlier hashtag or something that might be more post consonant that might be more directly in line with what that post is. just going to add that at, at the top there. So then you can just cut and paste from your notes and put them in, but that way you're rotating and you just need to keep track of, okay, I did group one yesterday, today I'm going to do group two and then tomorrow group three. And that's a way to stay as uh, just sort of game that algorithm and stay as, as much on top of that surf as you can they and i'm gonna give you a bonus at the end of this too guys so don't hang up so the the fifth one here is community engagement 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 okay this is this is key you have to give back this is the most time suck part of it It, it's a huge time suck it takes up a lot of time but when you are engaging with other people that you want to be following you that you want to be engaging with you that are relevant to your cause, to your business, and your business as a songwriter. Uh, might also be an artist, Randy. I'm not sure if you are or not, but I know you're a songwriter. This helps goose the algorithm to give you better reach. And so you need to send, spend some time, like schedule it. Okay, every day at 8.30 a.m. while I'm drinking coffee, I'm gonna go reach out to a bunch of new people that I don't know and that are in my wheelhouse here. And I'm gonna just go to their feeds and look at their feeds. Look at what you see. What do you see? I mean, number one, first of all, it's an exploratory mission, right? It's recon. You're going to learn some stuff. You're going to see some really good-looking feeds in there. You're going to see some really bad-looking feeds in there. So when you see the bad-looking feeds, now that you're going to clean up your cluttered mess, it's going to make you feel good. That's going to give you validation. And then you're going to see some really good-looking feeds, and that's going to give you inspiration. And so you can comment on that stuff. Find a picture that you really like. Comment on it. Like it. Say something to that person. And you're going to begin to create some engagement there. You might even create a new friend, a new co-write friend or whatever. I like that idea. So you want to take some time, as much time as you can, like, you know, half an hour to an hour every day and, and make sure that you are regularly doing that. So here's the bonus hack. How do you go looking for people that know what you're doing? Well, you have a follow hashtag feature on Instagram. So let's say it's songwriter, or let's say it's Nashville songwriter, or let's say it's, you know, whatever one of those hashtags is, if you follow the hashtag, it'll put all of that content into your feed. So now you can be looking at, just look at your feed and you're going to find people on the regular that are looking to do what you're doing. They're songwriters, they're Nashville songwriters, whatever, whichever way you sort of clarify that. And then those pictures are right there and and it makes it real easy for you. So you're not spending any time searching, uh, hunting, you're only gathering, right? Like the hunt is is brought right to you. So that's it, guys. I hope that helps out, Randy. I hope that helps you. Mind you, we're doing the same here at Daredevil, guys. So get the free download, 21 Biggest Reasons You Don't Have More Fans and How to Fix It at giftfromjohnny.com. It's free. Just go there and tell us where to send it. And if you need a consultation in any way, shape, or form, by all means, email us at info at daredevilproduction.com. Put consultation in this subject line, and we will absolutely get something on the books. And then finally, we need your questions. So this is a great question from Randy. If you want to dig into this a little bit, I'm happy to help. And it doesn't cost you a dime. You just got to send in that email to info at daredevilproduction.com and put pick Johnny's brain In the subject line. So thanks guys, and we'll see you in a couple weeks. Challenge challenge accepted. Challenge
1: accepted It's NFL draft season, and that means it's time to start thinking about fantasy football